Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <clears throat> okay, here we go. They say great things come in threes. Great stuff. The great days we're living, bro. That's just <laughs> Unfortunately, not in this case. What is this? But maybe someday it will be. Can you believe that? Okay, world, hold on to your collective. It's time for the Bam Slam podcast. With Ben Fletcher, Allison Ratzlaff, and Mike Costa. <laughs> what is going on, Bam Slam fam? Bam Slam podcast episode number seven. And we're going to start this off with some really big news. I think, Ben, you had teased that we've got exciting news uh, as far as the Bam Slam podcast is concerned. So let's uh, let's get to it and let's officially welcome our first official partner on the Bam Slam podcast, and that is Blender's Eyewear. Blender's Eyewear, local company, internationally known, and now they are along on the Bam Slam podcast. We hope for forever. Um, they are so cool. They are really cool. You know, as I just said, San Diego company, but uh, they are all over the world, and their their eyeglasses. They are like a, a blue light glasses, snow goggles. They've got such a great uh, selection, really, really cool-looking eyewear. And their sunglasses, extremely affordable. Uh, great styles, colorways that range from $38 to 68 bucks. They offer a wide range of products, as I just said. Sunglasses, RX, blue lights, snow goggles, and helmets as well. Their motto, life in forward motion, and their goal is that their products push you to be the best version of yourself, just like this podcast. Uh, last but not least, they're designed here in San Diego. Feel free to make it your own. But oh God, <laughs> I just Ron Burgundied. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> but really, we're super stoked to have Blenders along with us. Absolutely. And go to their website, BlendersEyewear.com. Use code BAMSLAM. BAMSLAM, all one word, B-A-M-S-L-A-M. And you're going to get 16% off. Not 10%. Not, not even 12 Not 15 16%, 16% off. 15 Love it. Blenderseyewear.com. Use our code BAMSLAM, and they are going to hook you up. So everybody with Blenders, who is the the person you've been talking with? Our girl, Grace. She was Grace, awesome. Grace she, has been, as Ben just said, awesome. She ended every single email with one word, stoked. 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 And I'm stoked. And we're all of us are stoked. We and love Grace. Thanks, Grace. Yeah. We're there excited. before the grace of God. Now, Blenders is with us here <laughs> on the BAMSLAM podcast. But go to BlendersEyewear.com, use our code BAMSLAM, and you are going to get 16% off your purchase. And we'll do a little photo shoot here in the coming days with Absolutely. our Blenders. We do. Because we, we got some swag. They're so cool. It's going to be uh, it's gonna be really awesome. What did you so get, Alec? The Heart Rush? Heart Rush. Ooh. And I got like the... Kill Thunder or the Hard Thunder? Is that what it called? Oh, yeah. called? Yeah. There, there's some sunglasses that our guy Trevor Bauer would wear, and you're going to look so <laughs> yeah, good yeah, in them. Yeah, they're so good for you. They're... You're going to look so good in them. You can put them on, and you can close one eye, and no one will ever know. Uh, but then again, thanks to uh, again, thanks to everybody with Blender's Eyewear. Blender'sEyewear.com. Use our code word, BAM, SLAM, and you're going to get 16% off. Uh, what did you guys do last night? Anything fun? Just chill? I was working the Aztecs game, baby. Okay, big win. Big oh, win yeah. for the Aztecs last night. We'll talk a little March Madness here in a, 
in a second. Allison, anything? Uh, fun I was last watching night? the Aztecs game. That a girl? Okay. Uh, I couldn't watch the Aztecs game because I was the color analyst <coughs> for oh, the uh, look at him big time over here for the Don's Sports Network. I uh, was given the opportunity, along with uh, a fellow alum, Braden Suprenant, to uh, be part of the broadcast last night for the first of six games in this crazy COVID weird truncated football season that these kids finally get did you the, get to the use boys the of spring telestrator <laughs> yeah the telestrator and accidentally draw some uh no no yeah a wiener no yeah. i did i didn't we didn't have a telestrator uh we just had microphones and headsets and the bottom line is we had a friggin football game which was so great and i said this during the broadcast last night and uh, i will say it again when you think about all the hoops that the players, the coaches, the administrations, both schools have had to jump through. Um, and this isn't just Torrey Pines High School and Cathedral Catholic. It's everyone who is playing football or anybody who is rolling out a sport and they're all kind of rolling out to, together. What they've had to do to get us as fans to this point, um, standing ovation for all of them. How was the actual football? Did it look like they'd taken as much time off as they have? Okay, so Cathedral won forty-one nothing, and and head coach Sean Doyle, you you know, towards the fourth as the fourth quarter got underway, he called off the dogs, so to speak, and you know he put a lot of subs in and stuff. Uh, I don't know if for for Tory if it was the, not having enough time to get ready or. I, I, and I, I don't want because those kids are out there breaking their right. asses. So I don't I don't want to disparage what they're trying to do or what they did to get there. The bottom line is they got there. The score was inconsequential last night. To be honest with you, um, they're out there. You know they're given their all. And a lot of kids on Torrey Pines go two ways. Where Cathedral Catholic has the depth, where a lot of kids don't have to go both ways. And and fatigue eventually set in for the Torrey Pines defense. Hence the score at the end of the game. Uh, the game was dedicated, the, the Cathedral Catholic High School season's been dedicated to uh, their coach, Mario Fierro, who was killed uh, a month or two ago. And I got to say this, and a shout-out to everybody with Torrey Pines. There was a uh, John Montali, who's the defensive coordinator for the Dons, gave a very heartwarming, um, heartfelt speech before the game kicked off. And I looked across the sideline at the Torrey Pines bench, and to a man, those kids sat there quietly, not fidgeting, not looking around, hands crossed or hands in front of them, silent and like statues the whole time. And they applauded just as loudly as everybody else in Manchester Stadium last night um, when John was done talking. In fact, Mario Fierro's fiance came out with the Don's captains last night and the Tory Pines captains came out with a bouquet of flowers and presented them to her. So everybody with Tory Pines football, you are nothing but class. And it was recognized last night. It's very cool. And that was I saw that on Twitter that they brought flowers to his fiance. I thought that was really yeah. sweet and really it, heartfelt. And it was again, it was great just to have it just to have it back. And it's so weird. It's just gonna be six games. There's no playoffs. Um so you, you've got six weeks to make hay, and for some of the, the kids on the team, it's six weeks to continue to get noticed by a school if they've got scholarship aspirations. A lot of the kids on the field, both sides, 
already have you know Scully's locked up. Um, this kid Mar- uh, Marco Notoriani for Tory Pines. You give me eleven of him, I'm going to give you the greatest championship football team ever. I mean, this kid is a stud. He's going to Boise State. Uh, Charlie Meyer, the quarterback for Cathedral Catholic, he's on his way to to Michigan. So, just just again, so humble to be part of it, and it was just so friggin' great to see high school football, albeit in March, but it was there. That's How all did that you mattered. do on the mic on the everything? I was rough. I'll be the first <laughs> to tell you. Braden was nails because he he does this a lot. Uh, we we got the rosters and the or, you know our, our boards for the game uh, about two hours before it kicked off. So I was you know, doing a crash course on who the guys are. And, and I'll do a lot of studying this week heading into next week's game. Um, thank God Braden was there because there were times where, you know, is it, do I come in? Do and it's I... a jet sweep. Oh, never mind. It's a pass. Oh, never mind. It's a, it's a tackle. Oh, never mind. Oh, interception. Fumble. Fumble? There was, okay. Uh, the, the, the running back for Cathedral Catholic, Lucky Sutton, is just an absolute stud. Uh, and he is so fun to watch. And there was this one play where they ran a sweep and in the running back, you know, a couple of jukes and stuff and, and had a great run. And, and I went on and on that it was Lucky Sutton that did it. And Braden said, oh, check that. It's so-and-so. And I went, I kind of stopped. And I said, well, everything I just said about Lucky Sutton applies to that kid who ran the ball too because <laughs> it, was, it was equally as impressive. Uh, it was so much damn fun. You're better than Jason Witten no matter what you do. Don't worry. I, I did not say Ibukum, that. Ibukum. Yeah, nobody on either side pulled a rabbit out of their head last night. Uh, but I hope to get better. I hope to uh, to learn as as I go along, and um, really looking forward to the next five weeks. Very lucky to do what I'm doing. And a really cool thing, you know, the Mario Fierro T-shirt that uh, right. Brian and I have rolled out. They were all over the place last night. Oh, that's at awesome. Cathedral. I saw hats. I saw sweatshirts. I was wearing mine, the one I'm wearing today, underneath my Aztec pullover. Uh, really great to see. Hey, speaking of the Aztecs, so you guys watched the game last night. Uh, Nailbiter. Not mm. nearly as much as Thursday night, Thursday's game. This okay. was the Aztecs kind of had it in control the entire game. Yeah, Actually, you know the refs had it in control the entire game. <laughs> I swear to God, there was like fifty-seven combined fouls in that game. I it heard. was outrageous. The Some Aztecs were in the bonus before the first media timeout. Really? Yeah, first media timeout of the game. They already had seven fouls. I think Nevada is known for um, producing. You know, causing a lot of fouls for the other team. That that that's kind of what they're known for, but not like that. And, right? It was out of control. Though. <laughs> this like, was, it was absurd. It was. It made the game very long. Too. Yeah, and it was the tough to watch. Was spoiling every second. But was, was Nevada trying to? I did not see the game as I, I stated. Was the, were they trying to play somewhat of a, a physical game against San Diego State, and that's where all the fouls were coming? Really, from? not more than usual. I mean, it was just, uh, there was a lot of driving, and it just seemed every single thing that anyone did, if it was this, it was a foul. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the worst. It was just the little baby fouls that were just stupid. Technicals. Yeah, a Gwoka rope got a T because he shoved someone in the chest. But the, a baby. The kid deserved it. That's right. He had to come. Get the F off, bro. <laughs> I, would, I, I would be the worst. I would I would have T's called on me all the time. Oh, I would Lord. be just knocking people down. I was super impressed last night. Uh, Grant Sherfield, he's a point guard for Nevada. Incredible player. He was hurting the entire night. He hurt his ankle pretty early on in the game. Mm-hmm. He was limping, hobbling, played the entire thing, played his ass off, scored 20-something points. It was so impressive to watch someone who's obviously in pain still push through because his season's on the line. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I kept thinking he was going to go out 
and he, he just probably kept should have. going. Yeah, he probably should have, but he just kept going. It was amazing to watch. That. I've, that I've was always, impressive. you know, I, I I like that phrase. Let him play when referees let teams play, and you know there there are times where you get, and normally you get into a postseason, and refs tend to when it comes to football keep the flags in their pockets, and, and especially in hockey you love it when they swallow their whistles, but basketball. It's like, please, it, 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 it is a contact sport. Contact is going to happen unless they're getting paid per foul they call. Yeah, and why in a game that's literally like Nevada loses that game, they're done. They're yeah. not making the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Why have the refs be the biggest storyline in the game that's going to decide some of those seniors last day ever in basketball? Brutal. It just, uh, it was weird game. Hopefully today's a little better with the, the conference championship. Utah State, once again. Freaking Sam Merrill's in the NBA, though. He's on the Bucks. <laughs> Sam Merrill. Don't have to worry about him. Sam Merrill, the 46-year-old senior. <laughs> he for... really was on Utah State for way too long, right? <laughs> well, he, he was born looking like he was 45 years old. Yeah, but then it seemed like he was on their team for like seven years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he took a sabbatical that we don't know about. But no, it's 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 great because this, is, this has become uh, a really fun rivalry between – Aztecs, the show, Aztecs alumni, and Utah State University Twitter. I've been following the two, and they're going back and forth. And you know the 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 term inbreeding is used a lot. And I'll, you know, and I'm I'm being nice. I mean, there are some really, really funny but crude things said about the Utah State University uh, Aggie. So San Diego State, Utah State today, 3 p.m. Uh, they're going to go for the the Mountain West Conference postseason tournament. Aztecs are in, but obviously a win really, really helps their cause as far as the seeding's concerned. Yeah, I think the highest they're going to get to is a five. Like, they have an outside shot at getting up to a five. I think most likely with a win today, they get to a six. With a loss today, they're at a seven. Last night, the announcers just kept saying they were a nine. That's like the whole game. I was really confused CBS. by that had that on their pollster. I don't know what his name is, but his little bracketologist had them as a nine, and mm -hmm. it made zero sense to anyone. And we asked Clark Kellogg about it. He said, ah, don't pay attention to that. <laughs> We've asked a lot of people, everyone else, Lenardi even has them higher than that, and Lenardi has them too low. I think the minimum they're going to be, or the lowest they're going to be is a seven, no matter what. He kept saying they're a nine, maybe an eight, but more likely a nine. He can F off. <laughs> Just kept saying it over and over. They've got a 13-game winning streak going I know. Going into this it, game tonight. And they take a huge look at the last 10 games. They really want to see what you've done. Yeah. And if they're undefeated, they have zero bad losses on their entire record for the whole year. There's no chance they're lower than a seven. Damn. Most likely, there's no chance they're lower than a six. I, I am so pumped for March Madness this year. I'm pumped because... Obviously, we have March Madness we this hope. year. We well, we hope. What is the story with these? Is it Kansas, Virginia, and Duke? Yep. Yes. COVID is still ransacking their teams. They're all out of their conference tournaments already. Duke has already announced they're done for the year. Oh darn! Yeah. No <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. No one's sorry. Nobody. Nobody misses Duke. But nobody. I mean, technically, Virginia is still your defending champ. If you think about it, because yeah. last year we yeah. didn't have the season the year before they won. So they're just they have the contact tracing protocol. But where it gets interesting is that the NCAA has come out and said, once you're in Indy, as long as you have five guys that don't have COVID, you're good to play. Doesn't matter if you have any coaches. Doesn't matter if you only have five guys. Doesn't matter if those five guys aren't starters. Oh, geez. If you have five, you're playing. 
but what if they were exposed to the person who tests positive? I just I don't see how that works. I mean, they can't keep their players away from each other on the same team, right? I mean, I have a growing sense that they're just going to power through. Yeah, they have to. Yes, they have. They, mm -hmm. Although the the NCAA is an absolute money making machine, and although the, you know it's the student athletes that they care about with the NCAA. Right. No, they they need this. They need this March Madness. Absolutely. Uh, and the excitement for me is the the Indiana bubble. Yeah. I the Aztecs. I know today as soon as this game's over. They're they're on a plane for Indianapolis. I wonder if it'll change for the future that they'll always be in one. The entire tournament will be in one site. I love this idea. I think it's so do I. But the amount of revenue it brings to all the different sites and all the tourism. That's true. That's why they do it, and it makes college a little more national, especially for people going to games. But this, there's going to be fans there, so I, there's no way this isn't going to be a COVID issue. I, in my opinion. So I, okay, I I, I too. Although I'm fascinated by everybody in the same state and where everyone is going to be, you know, playing their games, the like where the regionals finger quotes are going to be before they get to, um, what is it? Uh, Lucas Oil. Lucas Oil Stadium to play the the the, the semis in the championship game. That part fascinates me, but I do like it when they, you know, because I know San Diego State and Viejas Arena are back on the schedule for. Uh, a regional here in, in a couple years or so. Mm -hmm. And you're right, the, the tourism dollars and the money that it brings into the school, I think, is, is very important, or, or the money that is brought into the region. Um, mm -hmm. But being that we're, you know, the, the abnormal is the normal now, fascinated to see how this is, is pulled off. <coughs> and um, sorry if your team gets hit with the COVID. And as you said, Ben, if you've got five healthy guys, I hope you're in shape because obviously you're going to be playing the whole game unless you want to go with four to give somebody a, a breather or or whatnot. But I I cannot wait for it to get here. I can't. I, I and last year was such a kick in the nickels. It really was. It's my favorite sporting event of the year, probably. Oh, it is the best. Or top three for sure for me. I love it so much. Is it still rated as is the tip the opening day of March Madness still rated as like the least productive day? From a, a work standpoint, so what, in America. men get vasectomies on Wednesday. <laughs> I was just gonna say so that. that they can lay on the couch for four days. It's but like it, it's, it is. It's when the most vasectomies take it's place. It's the Thursday before the mat or the Wednesday before the Masters and the Wednesday before March Madness yep. are the two most snip snips. And it's because they just want to chill with ice and beer or whatever. Well, and don't some medical facilities have like March Madness specials yes. or a, yes. uh, master specials? We, we saw there was a coupon shaped like a penis last was. year, <laughs> right before March Madness. And then March Madness ended up not happening. But the coupon was just, I, yeah, it was like <laughs> probably the size of a forearm. <laughs> and just hanging there and, it, and get your vasectomy this day watch march madness tomorrow oh my god my coupon would have been on a cocktail weenie but anyhow that's a that's a different story for, for a different day oh don't brag that is <laughs> no I, I i i love it so you know how we we love to, to knock the dodgers for their world series championship i just love knocking the dodgers period. okay period it, it you're right it's it, it's such a great hobby just to knock the dodgers because what did we learn last week la is icky they are icky <laughs> i don't think you can make any sort of comment like that whoever the eventual national championship a champion is in college basketball oh well yeah but if anything it's it's harder this year 
um, for the for whoever is going to be the national champion. This is going to be one of the best March, March Madnesses in recent memory, especially so. if there's some Cinderella team that we can all kind of latch on to. And maybe it's our Aztecs. Maybe it is. If it was ever yeah. going to happen, you know, really happen, it, it could be this year. That, it's very, very possible. Right. But imagine like this, the Steph Curry Davidson team where the entire country just kind of yeah. fell in love with that. They would fall in love with the Aztecs. We need that this year somewhere. Yeah. I don't know who it's going to be. I hope it is the Aztecs. I hope the world gets like Lamont Butler goes on a tear here as a freshman because last night he was incredible. Or Jordan Shackle just heats up as a senior. You know, if they can latch on to something, I think everyone wins in the country because we need something to be happy about together. We do, and, and everybody loves the David versus Goliath right. story. But it's I don't want to say that the Aztecs are David. The Aztecs are absolutely legit and for them to be talked about as being an elite eight or a final four even a, a championship round or final round team it's not pie in the sky it, it it's absolutely legit based on what uh what dutcher and his staff have done with the red and black you know you got a shout out from coach dutcher the other day i did yeah <laughs> what, what did he say <laughs> because oh. he, he was talking uh. about because he got coach of the year again from the coaches. Oh, my God. Do I have to make another trophy? No. Well, he talked about your trophy. Because okay. on the coaches show, he was asked about his trophy case. And if he's moving stuff around, he said he still has the one important trophy. And God it's the one you Brian made for him. Allison, so, you know, obviously we were, we were so crushed by what happened with March Madness last year. And we were doing the show on Extra. And Judson. It was like two days after the lockdown started. We actually had Dutch in studio for a full hour. Yeah. Oh, how fun. And, and. Had the had the news come down yet that it was canceled? It was coming within the hours. Dutch knew about it. It was but unfolding it wasn't literally public. as we were talking. But he had already been named the Mountain West Coach of the Year, and so I figured, well, you know, I don't know if there's a normal trophy presentation, but damn it, I'm going to make him a trophy. So I went home and I got a uh, a sizable chunk of four by four, and I sanded it, and I had a small rubber basketball that my son had used on this hoop in his room. So I spray painted it gold. I glued it to the top of the 4x4. And then with a wood burner, I burnt into the 4x4 Brian Dutcher, San State University, Mountain West, whatever. I forgot what I said. on. I burnt Just into C-O-Y. the... Just COI. Yeah, COI, that's right. I'm looking at a picture of it right now. That is awesome. So how about, he still has it in that's his office. so good. I love, I love it. it. I love it. So we had we had him in studios. Ben just said for a full hour, and at the end of that, I'm I'm still so great. I'm still thinking to myself, do I pull this out, or is he gonna go? Okay, I'm never coming on this radio station. I'm never coming here again. So I pull it out, and he just goes, Ah, oh. <laughs> who has the wood burner? <laughs> he goes, Somebody still has a wood burner. I'm all, Yeah, I, I do, Coach. I like arts and crafts. <laughs> You're and such we, a home project guy. I love home projects, and we presented the uh, the trophy to him. I love and it, it. It was great. So richly deserved as far as the uh, the Mountain West Coach of the Year, and congratulations to Matt Mitchell, uh, Player of the Year as well. And he was awesome last night. He took over. It was like the second half. It was a close game. He was like, oh, make a couple threes. Put this thing in the bag. Love it. I he, love the thick fundamental. I hope Dutcher doesn't leave us. Okay, that's still being mm -hmm. bandied about? Yeah. So I think Clark Kellogg was on Extra yesterday, and he said it perfectly. He said the only reason that's out there is because there's connections, and until something actually happens, then it's just out there. Like nothing's happened. I could, I could tweet out, hey, I'm in the running for the Minnesota head coaching job. Well, no, your dad didn't coach there, and your family and you're isn't not there. from there, and yeah. Oh, sorry. 
and your contract is indifferent with Min- yours wouldn't be believable sorry like your san diego contract is indifferent with only minnesota compared to every other team in the well, nation I, I, I don't have any contract right now so uh, i mean is it possible Mike Costa radio gmail.com if you have a job <laughs> Is it possible that Dutch is gone next year? Yes. Is it likely? I don't think so. No. No, because you, you're you you've in a short period of time since taking over for Coach Dutcher, you've you you are elevating the program, and I think he is in that territory of if you're JD Wicker and you're the administration at San Diego State, you realize okay, we're going to have to either uh, extend, bump up. Whatever he is making, you you don't want to lose this guy. Well, no matter what, if you go to the Big Ten, you're going to make more money. He's already the highest paid coach in the Mountain West, and he's already extended through 2026. Yeah. If he goes to the Big Ten, he's making double, maybe triple what he's making at Mountain West. Well, it's time to call those uh, deep-pocketed donors and and alums and say, do you want to lose Coach Dutcher? Or it's time. I don't want to lose Coach Dutcher. I think it's more so it's time to get out of this conference. Absolutely. Get the Aztecs on a bigger stage. Uh, no doubt. Pac-13 sounds pretty good oh to me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is the truth. Football, the whole the whole program needs yeah. to be out Everything. of Mountain West. 100%. Just because of those officials last night. <laughs> Freaking Mountain West officials <laughs> yeah. suck. Everything. Everything except the Aztecs and some of the teams that play in the Mountain West suck as far as this conference is concerned. We've actually really started to like Colorado State. Their whole school. I just think it's cool. They got a good vibe. They got a great vibe. You ever been to Boulder? I mean, uh, never been to Colorado, Colorado Springs, isn't it? No, Colorado right. Springs is Air Force. Right. Um, Boulder's CU. Starts with an L. Logan. No, that's no. Colorado State is in. Obviously, it's in Colorado, but they are in. Um, oh my God, I cannot believe. We're googling I'm, Fort Collins. Fort Collins. Thank you. I've been there like a gazillion times. <laughs> no, there are there are some good places in the uh, the Mountain West for sure. San Diego State being the best of them. You remember when we had Uncle Jeff on the show? Yes. Uncle Jeff was the uncle of Giseth, who yes. was uh, talking some schmack to Cam Newton when Cam Newton was a free agent, right. saying he's poor, he's washed up. What what is it? What is that kid feeling today? Is fourteen million dollars a lot of money? Oh my God! What was it? The kid was saying you're poor, you're whatever, you're, you're washed not rich, up, you're, you're washed up. up. Yeah, yeah, you don't have a, con- you're not. Yeah, yeah, Cam Newton is going back to the uh, New England Patriots. Smart kid. I I really <laughs> I really do have a sense that that kid learned from from that mistake, and although he had to wear it for whatever it was on on social media, yeah. The big news this week, as far as the NFL is concerned, Cam Newton. Well, it's one of the big stories. Cam Newton going back to the uh, the Pats, and the Pats left open enough room to still bring in another quarterback for a competition. So the Jimmy G rumors are still flying around. As a Niners fan, I hope it happens. Bring yes. me a new quarterback. And the Patriots, could they end? Does Bill have another dynasty in him? No. I don't, I don't think so either. I, don't think, I think no. he's toast. I, I think the, the ship has sailed as far as the, the greatness of the Pats. It'll always be there in the history books. It'll always be there as far as the runs that they made, the Super Bowls that, that Brady and Belichick and the rest of that team were, to, uh, were able to get. But as far as... The Pats being that scary monster. The Pats, you know, oh my God, don't count them out. They're they're an automatic. Those days are gone. They are now just a. They're a football team with a really really good owner and a really 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 good head coach. That's that's them right now. Cam Newton did have twelve rushing touchdowns last year. He led the league for quarterbacks rushing touchdowns. He did what Cam Newton does. He didn't have anyone to throw the ball to. No, he didn't. And and the thing with Cam Newton is. 
as as he continues to do that, the wear and tear uh, continues to build up uh, right. on his body. Even though he's six six, two hundred fifty pounds, you can only take so many of those shots. And I mean, eventually he's got to evolve a little bit. And and that's where Belichick comes in. Can you build an offense around him that still allows him to be Cam Newton, but at the same time preserves Cam Newton? And how about get one wide receiver that isn't short and white <laughs> and can really go get some balls for Cam? <laughs> like Julian Edelman's not going to cut it anymore. He's old. He's short. He's slow. He's a decent yeah, route but runner. He was, he was good. He, he was, was good really because good. Tom Brady is really good at throwing to slot receivers. Yeah. I don't know that he's good with any other quarterback in the league. So find someone who can run a little bit. Look, look at what, look at what, look at what has happened with the salary cap in the NFL, though. Going into uh, down sixteen mil, down yeah. sixteen <clears throat> mil, and that is, I mean, it's it's already happening. You had the Chiefs release Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz, two starting offensive linemen, two years ago were part of a Super Bowl winning team. Last year, obviously, helped that team get back to the Super Bowl. They're now on the street. Well, they this, were both injured this right, year, right, for yeah. the Super Bowl? Which was the biggest reason the Chiefs got blown out in that right. game was their O-line was yeah. absolutely awful. Mm -hmm. so because you, they were missing those two guys. Mm -hmm. So so take what's happening in Kansas City and just extrapolate it across the NFL. There's going to be a lot of guys on the street this year because the salary cap is is the way it is. Now, I know Mahomes has restructured his deal. He saw what Brady did with the Buccaneers. And Mahomes has restructured his deal. Most of it's going to be signing bonuses. Yeah, I think he's just taking his roster bonuses that yeah. he would get for being there for a certain day and lessening that a little bit of money and just taking it as a signing bonus. So that way there's no cap hit or anything. They're able to kind of rebuild this team because right now the Chiefs are in some trouble. They're in big trouble. And, and they got to still re-sign Kelsey coming up in a couple years. Uh, Tyreek Hill is going to need a contract. Who knows oh, what they want to do with yikes. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. They a got lot a lot of people on that team that they need to take care of. Well, it, and every team right now is is going through the the same thing. I know that the the Raiders have, um, you know, cut some guys loose and and they were over the cap and now they're back under the cap. I think by thirty three million. Oh yeah, they've got a, a lot of weird holes. Tattoo. Trent Brown is gone. Trent Brown is is back to being a Patriot. Right. And, and, oh my God! Somebody put a side by side of him as a Patriot and as a Raider. And as a Raider, he he has to be fifty pounds heavier and flabbier than any time he was a New England Patriot. Well, look who his head coach is. Well, you're right. John Gruden's boiler certainly doesn't I just help. don't think John Gruden's a very good coach. You rip on him every podcast. He hates Gruden. I hate the Raiders. Yeah, Always have. Oh, boy. <laughs> good thing I sit between you guys. Old, old Gru is, um, I think he's a terrible coach. I thought he should have stayed in the booth. And their quarterback, where's eyeliner? Well, you know, a lot of people thought Derek Carr was going to be gone. Christ, my Broken. The word is now that that Marcus Mariota might be on his way to the Redskins football um, team. Yeah, I so I don't I don't know what I have no idea. I know what the Raiders have to do now though. They have to go tackle offensive line when the draft comes around or in free agency. And there's some pretty good street free agents out there that could step right in and be an immediate improvement for that football team. Or they go the Colton Miller route, which they did a couple years ago with with Colton Miller out of UCLA, and they plugged him in, and he played admirably his first year. He's just gotten better, but it's it's got to be O line, and then it has to be defense. Josh Jacobs is the only good thing about your team. Darren Waller, Darren I was Waller's say Darren good Waller. too, and I don't hate rugs. I, love I think Darren I really Waller. just don't like Derek. Hart. Rodney Hudson, center, who's just a 
It just is weird. I should like, like Derek Carr. Energizer Bunner. I know. My dad raised me to be a Fresno State fan because he went to Fresno State. Now, obviously, my loyalties have changed. Where in the F does the hate come from? I like Kyle Wilber. It's his face. Who's Kyle Wilber? Place. You don't know who he is? He plays for the Raiders. What position? Wow. He's, Good Raider fan you are. I love him. I know him. Oh. He's, uh, I think he's a linebacker. Costa only cares about offense. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I love Deason. I know that they, they restructured. He is. He's a linebacker. He is. Yes. Uh, Nick Kwiatkowski's deal has been restructured. He was a great addition to their linebacking core. Corey Littleton, San Diego product. Isn't he gone? No, I think they restructured him. Um, he Well, unless he's – no, I think I read that right, that they restructured his deal as well. Uh, Corey Littleton did not have a good season. No. It was very, very subpar. He went from the best year of his life with the Rams to the, one of the worst years of his career with the Raiders. Yeah. So, seems, seems on par for the Raiders. God, well, and what's going stop? on with what's going on with Russell Wilson too? Like he still has not said, you know, the Bears. It's all going to work out, and the Seahawks are not saying, "Oh, this is all going to work out." It, nobody's saying anything, which makes me think there's still something Colin not right. Cowherd, who is buddy buddy with Russell Wilson, says he has a source that says the Bears are packaging up everything, including Khalil Mack, to get Russell Wilson. Really? Like wow. packaging up something massive with pretty much everything but Allen Robinson, just so they could get Russ and Allen Robinson together. Can you imagine Khalil Mack on that Seattle Seahawks defense? I'm not saying that that defense is is where it was when it was the Legion of Boom, but Mack with with Pete Carroll's mad scientist defensive philosophy. Yeah. When he and I'm sure Khalil Mack wants to get the hell out of Chicago. It it really hasn't turned out the way. You well, thought it would it was be like be. he's leaving as an awesome quarterback is coming in, and maybe he's a little sad about that. He's like, I've been playing with Trubisky and Foles. <laughs> And now you're bringing in Wilson, but you're shipping me out? What the hell? And what about Deshaun Watson? Where is he going to end up? I think think he's going to end up not playing this year. I really do. I don't know that anyone's going to be able to package up the draft picks that the Texans want. I don't think Deshaun is going to want to play for the Texans, and I think it's going to be just weirdness for a year. He just wouldn't play? I think so. I think he's at that point. Listen, the the NFL – Redshirt year is now a thing, especially this year when yes. free agents aren't going to make as much money. the The cap is going to explode next year because of the new TV deals. If you're a free, if you're Aaron Jones, a running back who's had the five years didn't get repicked up by the Packers, you're a really good running back. Do not risk going in this year. No, sit out the whole year because you're about to make so much more money if you just wait till next year's free agency. Look at look at Kyle Long. Offensive lineman right. for the Bears, beat up, beat to crap at the end of uh, the 19 season, took off 20, said, I'm done with football. He was a great part of CBS um, Sports.com along with our good friend, the Princess of Darkness, Amy Trask. Amy Trask? Yeah. <laughs> and now he said, you know what, I'm I'm coming back. So I think the, the NFL, whatever you want to call yep, it. Gronk NFL, did it. Gronk did it. I, I, there was something to it because listen, if you're if you're able to go, if you're and even Brady had the year off when he injured his knee. If you're able to go ten years straight, which is for so many guys out there a complete long shot. It just doesn't happen that way, especially if you're a running back or one of those positions where you're getting the crap beat out of you. But if you're able to do that, I mean that's that's something that you should you tip your hat to. That's very very admirable. You were able to last 10 years in the NFL. But I have no problem with these guys who, if it comes to the end of a contract, like Aaron Jones, you just said, doesn't get picked up, 
take a year off. I mean, completely, completely heal up. Work out like a madman, but heal up, rejuvenate, re-energize, and then come back a demon. I, and set yourself up set yourself up for post career success like guys right. like Aaron Jones who have the good personality who have the Instagram following already start doing stuff with NFL Network start doing what Kyle with Long just right. did last year just go kind of figure something out that you can set up for after your career so you don't have that get home get depressed get sad gain yeah. weight right. where you can have a little bridge to go into your next phase speaking of get sad um oh, I, this I don't, is really I, bad I don't know about you guys but this is this was just shocking. Why is it every single year some Brad broadcaster makes an ass out of himself oh by gosh. not understanding that the mic is on and saying something that he shouldn't be saying in the I, first place? I, I say it's sad, but it, it it's despicable is what it is. And this is our uh, most gnarliest thing on the, the internet segment that Ben introduced last week. And we're not going to play it for you because I, I, I don't want to give any more... Uh, shining more light on it other than talking about it. But there was a, a high school basketball game going on in Oklahoma. And the two gentlemen who were calling the game for some high school sports network, uh, the mics are on during the national anthem. One team is standing at their free throw line facing midcourt. The other team is kneeling at their free throw line facing midcourt. And as the national anthem is playing, the one announcer says, ooh, look, so-and-so is kneeling. And this other guy who no longer works for the network and probably wants to find the deepest hole somewhere and just go fall in it and never reappear says, oh, F them, those effing N-words, they suck, I hope they lose. And he, and he went on and on, too. Like, he, it wasn't just a brief, like, I felt like he did it the whole first half of the national anthem. He just kept yeah. at it. Yeah. And you know what he blamed it on, right? Low blood sugar. Low blood sugar. He's a diabetic, and he said that he had sense. low blood sugar. Yeah, yeah. And th and is known for saying things that don't make sense when he's yeah um, low. I'm hypoglycemic, so when I've had low blood sugar, um, it's made me eat an orange or like a candy bar. Yeah. It's never made me drop the n word. I'm just mm. I'm I'm just throwing it. And out it there. never would because that's not in your vocabulary. If it's, it's in your vocabulary, there's an issue. Yeah, you. I I, it, I just it the, it's. It's inherently seated in you if you're going to use it that flippantly and in that situation where we all know this microphone is one of the greatest tools you can have. It could also be the worst thing that's ever happened in your life. It's a loaded gun pointed right at your mouth. It is a loaded gun. And just always, always assume it's on. You, it is on. And it's funny because this thing happened in the Oklahoma, this Oklahoma uh, high school basketball game. Last night when I was calling the Cathedral Catholic game, I kept on reminding myself, Mike is on, Mike is hot, Mike is hot. Even though we took breaks and I saw our engineer turn the mics off, I just assume it is on. Yeah, you can't be saying stuff like, oh, I'm sick of this shit or no. anything mm -hmm. like that no. because you'll get screwed yeah. if you're doing something. And so, I don't know, save it for the podcast. You can come curse here. <laughs> <laughs> you say yeah. whatever you want. I mean, don't say anything. No, nah. but it was, uh, it's so, rightfully so, the guy's getting dragged. The guy is getting fired. Allison, I don't know how his company, OSPN, OSPN. is now going to do. <laughs> I could not believe it. That's what does what, that stand for? It's some sports company. that I think he owns it, though, doesn't he? Yeah. That's what I thought was so funny about it, is that he <laughs> Oklahoma named it OSPN. Sports, like, uh, entertain, I don't know. But it, it, it's just people are like, oh, really? You own OSPN? But this guy's life is a living hell, and rightly so. 
Um, sorry. So there's your depressing, gnarliest stuff of the internet. Yeah. Yeah. You ready for a happy one? Yes. This was creative. Some dude in L.A., uh, his name's Hunter Ray Barker. Hunter Ray Barker? It's like yeah. Jake. Hunter Ray! Hunter Ray! Uh, he went and soaked in a pool of bean dip for 24 hours out front of the Los Toros Mexican restaurant in L.A. Um, in order to promote it and get people in to save the business because it was going out of business. Did you get a free spoonful of the beans you oh, were yeah. sitting in as you watched? <laughs> Uh, excuse me, sir. I think this is a hair. I'm going to need to send it back. <laughs> right I, here. Take a look. <laughs> Can I have the beans off your back? God. <laughs> Can you imagine the shower you would have to take after that and 20? where you would be finding beans? Oh, oh, oh no kidding. Oh, God. They might be coming out of you tomorrow. So your, fir- your first, your first fort fart is like a machine gun. <laughs> just beans fly out. Yeah, you're, you're 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 shitting like a goat. Just oh my god! Um, Lana Del Rey came and checked it out. Pro- promoted, so it did. It saved the restaurant. Twenty four hours straight in the thing of beans. Yeah, it's a little kiddie pool. God. They're re- they're refried beans too, so it's not even like you have some range of motion. No, it's no, just no. A, you're stuck a, in it's there. A gop. So he did he go to the bathroom in the beans? No one would know if he did. It was in there for twenty four hours, Costa. Probably. Yeah. No one would know if he That's did. So bad. Oh. oh my God! I want to throw up so much right now. And then we, and then but God I, bless him. Then he threw some mayo in there too. <laughs> Mixed it all around. Mixed it all around to this bean mayo. He, he's closer to me than he is to you. He's gonna throw up on me if you don't oh stop. Oh my God! <laughs> you my know goal's always been to know, make him. You know what doesn't make me throw up uh, is the fact that J Lo and A Rod are no more. <laughs> I thought you loved A Rod. Favorite baseball player ever? Okay, where where you know this? You know no, that he is no, not. You like him a lot because Alex. he. Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> Alex. He always looks like he just ate a strawberry an hour later. Right here. I'll be Matt. Exactly like him. I'll be Matt Vaskers and you be Alex. Go and ahead. coming up here in the second inning, we got uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. leading off. Here we go. Alex, what have you seen from him? Oh, Matt. Uh, 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 Fernando Tatis Jr. is it's just an incredible, incredible talent. And, you know, when I was playing, and, and my nickname was A-Rob, and I, my name is really Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> Uh, I can't stand him. Okay. He, he he is so he's, effing phony. And he's, I'm sorry. I know women are into him. I just, Why? I, I do not think he has, he's just not attractive. So I'm he's sorry. not on the he's Trudeau not, Machado level? No, he's no, he's not on the list. He's not V-attractive? He's, he's not V-attractive. He's Those V-U. veneers that he has are so terrible. And get away of his tongue sometimes when he's talking. Ugh. Have you guys seen the picture of him pooping? Yes. What? Sadly, <laughs> yeah, sadly say I, I I have seen that. You know what? For research purposes only. Uh, yeah, well, what? it was like yeah, what someone someone in a high rise in New York, yeah. like was looking across, and there's Alex Rodriguez just taking a crap. Who has a full length window right there right by the next toilet, to their toilet as you're dropping a growler? Oh, like, normally like, I'd be hell? like, oh, that's an invasion of privacy, but it's Alex Rodriguez. Yeah. I also so, think it's weird. Let like, it rip. He had J Lo. Like she's hot, and she's so hot. She, and she's so talented and smart. I mean, she she's why? kind of got it all. Their kids were really hot? close. I think she's extremely hot, but why, J-Lo, why? Oh, no, no, why is she no, with but, Alex? But my point yeah. is, why, why, why cheating on her? Like, oh, I mean, is that I, why? Is that why they broke up with a yes, Bravo girl? With a bra- some Bravo girl who also, by the way, <sighs> she's the one that posted a bunch of text messages between herself her? and Jake. Yeah, she's the attractive too but she posted a bunch of texts between she and jay cutler she posted them on her social like i one of my friends yesterday said 
yeah, no high profile guy's ever going to talk to her again because she just throws it all out there. I mean, she on the Bravo right. like uh, recap show, she talked about the fact that they were FaceTiming each other. What's the name she of the and, show that she's on? Do you uh, know Southern Charm, I think. Yes. Yeah, so that show is on my television way too much. It is so trashy. I've never seen it. It is. I'd never seen her until yesterday when I heard this. Story. It's a little bit like if the Jersey Shore people grew up really bougie and in North Carolina. Oh, but okay. So wait, Jake. That's her. Damn. Okay. So <laughs> so so wait, Jake Cutler was with. Kristen Cavallari. Okay, they are no more, right? They're not, but they're still, I think they're... They've had kids together, though. Three kids. Okay, I think they're so, co-parenting, and they right, seem they're, fine. They're the jeans on those kids, man, they are going to be gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But they're Splitsville, mm-hmm. and now this chick allegedly, A-Rod got it on with her, or they were just kind of... She says they were FaceTiming, and that I never did anything physical with J-Lo's fiance. That's what she said. I think they totally banged. Well, they at least yeah. did via FaceTime. But I, okay, so who let, let's who is J Lo? Which is possible. Been with she was with with Mark Anthony. Wasn't she with Jeter for a little bit? Jeter. Well, Jeter had everybody. Yeah, her kids are with Mark Anthony, aren't they? With Mark Anthony, mm-hmm. and then A Rod, and they were going to be part of the uh, was it with the Mets, Mets. ownership? They were going to buy and, them. Well, good for mm-hmm. J Lo. You know that 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 really is cutting some some excess fat uh, off your life. And and nothing but better things for her. It just in the sucks future. though, because with how you know successful and smart and attractive she is, is this because she's fifty one? You know, she's I just think he wants the every young. Every guy they, in America was in love with her two years ago at the know, Super Bowl. They all just yeah. want the. But at the end of the day, it's all, I guess like, guys I want know. the young girls. That's just the oh truth. wow. So say we're sitting down for a conversation. Yeah. I'm or I'm J Lo. Yeah. I'm like, hey, so I saw this phone thing you have with this Southern Charm girl. What's going on here, Alex? Are just friends. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I swear, we're just friends. Oh my I, god! Sorry, Jalen, I, I got a piece of rib meat in my veneers. Hold on a sec. <laughs> His veneers. I don't know who did them, but that dentist should not do can them still, anymore. Can we still buy the match? <laughs> <laughs> it is the match. <laughs> so awful. Okay, Bam, 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 Bam. We love you. We are so excited. We have a partner now in we Blenders do. Eyewear. BlendersEyewear.com. Uh, thank you so much, everybody with Blenders Eyewear. Made here in San Diego. You want a pair? This is great. Use our code word, BAMSLAM. All one word. Get to the website, BlendersEyewear.com, and you're going to get yourself 16% off of your purchase. Who does that? 16. That's amazing. Great, great friggin' companies right. do that like Blenders Eyewear. That's right. Everybody else would give you like six. And so for the first time, when I say we're going to commercial break. We are. We're actually going to commercial break. Bamslam fan, we love you. J-Pabs coming up next. As we told you at the beginning of the podcast, and we just reiterated for you, so happy that Blender's Eyewear is along for the ride on the Bamslam uh, podcast. You talk about awesome, affordable sunglasses, rad styles, plus colorways that range from 38 bucks to $68. They offer a wide range of products, sunglasses, RX, blue light, snow goggles, and helmets as well. They're big right now. They are even getting bigger. Locally owned, locally made here in San Diego, but internationally known. Uh, their motto is life in forward motion, and their goal is that their products push you to be the best version of yourself, like we're trying to do with this podcast, and that's why Blenders is along for the ride. Thank you, everybody, with Blenders Eyewear. Uh, they are offering a 16% discount 
on behalf of the Bam Slam podcast, for all of you that get to blenderseyewear.com, just use our code BAMSLAM and you're going to get 16% off your purchase. Blenderseyewear.com, code word is BAMSLAM. You still around? Wow, that's impressive. What do you mean? Let's get back to the Bam Slam. Once again, here's Ben, Allie, and Mike. Bam Slam podcast rolling on. Family, hope you are having a great day wherever you are, a great night wherever you are listening. We always appreciate you being along for the ride. And something that we uh, try to do every single time we get together for the Bam Slam pod is catch up with old and new uh, family members who were with us uh, before and who are with us. Um, and one of those people is our good buddy, Jay Pabs, who is joining us for the first time ever in under the umbrella of the Bam Slam podcast. Jay Pabs, how you doing, buddy? Great to hear from you. I believe that we will win. I believe that we, <laughs> we will, will win. win. Absolutely. You fired up for the game? I'm so fired up, man. We're going to we're gonna get the dub, and then we're going to bulldoze right through March Madness. God, I hope so. I really I hope love so. That. I like Positivity. the confidence. Yeah. Hey, J-Pabs, uh, you know, every time we come on here, we ask the U.S. a couple questions. Uh, what you got for a sports question? Okay. So I thought long and hard. This one's a pretty serious question. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Who do you think? Is the hottest Padre? This is fun. This is we already know question. Allie's answer. Now, yes. Yeah, so second hottest for okay. Allie. We all know who who hers is. Okay. Okay. Second hottest after Manny, my fave. Um, I can't. I I can't say Tatis, even though I think he's adorable because he's like you know my son's age. That seems. I weird. think you could still say it. Totally could. Yeah, he's really really adorable. Um, okay, I'll go that. <clears throat> I'll go there. Okay, but there's adorable, and then there's panty dropper. Right. Yeah. Now, is he is he both? <laughs> I don't know. I, oh, I also. I mean, I dropped my panties for him, so I'm just not that you know, comfortable. Are you a I, yeah, guy? I still have to go there because when no. I think about some of the others, I'm like, eh. but you look at him, and he just radiates hotness. Okay. That All smile. Right. I mean, you just can't. Ben, who's the hottest Padre? J-Pops, I got to be honest. I got a newcomer, and he's brand new. This year will be his first year with the Padres, I think. Brian O'Grady. Oh, nice. Very controversial. Yeah. yeah he's think, a cutie. He is a handsome mm-hmm. fella. Okay. Um, this, because I really hadn't noticed until my wife made the comment, wow, I'm getting a little tingly. Ew. Uh, Meg, family uh, show. Austin Nola. Austin, uh, Austin Nola is a he's got the scruff. He's a good looking dude. Uh-huh, that's a good choice. You know, there's there's really not any beasts on the team as far as looks are concerned. <laughs> but baseball players in general, they're just all hot, even if they're not. Well, I take that back. There's yeah. some Dodgers that are not so hot. Yeah, Trevor Bauer's ugly as hell. Yeah. Yeah, well, he only has one eye. And, and Walker Bueller looks like he's a couple cans shy of a six pack. Well, you see everything he's got to offer in those <laughs> pants <laughs> twigs and berries. But uh, no, they're they're they got a pretty hot team. They do. The Padres are they're a good looking group. Uh, J Pops, who would you say? Yeah. Um, you know, Tatis is the kind of stock answer, but I would I would say Ha Young Kim. Ooh. 
That's he's not a bad choice. That, he, he is, is a good. Handsome. He is very yeah, handsome. He's, look at where he comes from. Yep. He's like the hot shit. <laughs> yeah, he's tall too, isn't he? He looks like he's really tall. Well, his name in English I translates like to hot shit, so that's that's so appropriate. <laughs> Little known fact. Yeah, you know, um, I'll tell you who isn't, and he's probably my favorite project. Jake Cronenworth is an inter- interesting looking dude. He's got a little Prince Harry going on, to be honest. I think he's very. Uh, can you just see him playing little league? Like he's very yeah. baseball he, he, boy I, looking. To I me. would not be surprised. You could recast Jake Cronenworth in the Sandlot. Exactly. Yes. That's exactly what you I was could going plug him with. right in yep. there. And people are like, oh yeah, there's a little league kid. He yep. also seems like you give him a Monster Energy drink, he'd be bouncing off the walls. <laughs> just a pest. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. true. Like, that oh, you'd fun. hate to imagine a four-hour car trip with Jake Cronenworth. <laughs> oh my god. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm hungry. They probably, <laughs> they probably <laughs> throw <laughs> stuff at him. Shut up, Jake. Exactly. Is gorgeous. Have you taken a Second to look through his pictures. Oh yeah, J Pobs, good call. Yeah, Great he's call. very good looking. V. All right, Pabs, you got the sports question out of the way. Do you have a live question? This is where Allie absolutely excels. Okay, okay. So, um, serious question. Let's see. So, I'm pretty good one on one and small crowds. I would say, do you have any advice for public speaking in really large crowds? Costa is the best MC I've ever been around. Okay. Like in terms of being in front of a crowd and being in front of people and making everyone comfortable. He does it every year at his Christmas party. We didn't get to have it this year, but he kind of gives a little speech to everybody. And he's so good at it and I'm comfortable and I don't think I'm that good at it. Costa, what what do you what's your what's your secret? Uh this is I think I want to say probably about 3,000 people is the largest crowd I've ever had to speak in front of. And it was wow. it was to MC an event. <clears throat> the thing is, you are the least, this is my mindset, I am the least important aspect of whatever function I am part of. I am not the show. I am not the person everybody came to see. I'm just a conduit to move things along and to keep people engaged, uh, that type of thing. And you have to be able to laugh at yourself but you kind of do become the show especially i don't with you at least because I, I, the limited capacity i've seen you do it in both in radio when you're also talking to thousands of people and then at your house when you're talking to maybe 30 people like you kind of become the star of the show i don't is that just the juice it, maybe that's the juice and if it happens naturally fine but you never go into it thinking hey everybody look at me because once you do that you are going to fail so j pabs as far as you maybe speaking to a large crowd talking in front of a large crowd you the best thing you can do is as soon as you turn that mic on say something funny about yourself rip yourself joke yeah. about yourself and it's kind of a, it's a great icebreaker and it's just it's way kind of to elevate the room the crowd wherever you are speaking those that would be my advice uh just to to get up there and just remember you're speaking to people that are just like you and i guarantee you that more people in that crowd are going to be looking at you going man i don't know how he gets up there and does that mm-hmm. i could never do that right you That's can't awesome. you got to kind of focus on the room too and just think that these are your just even if you don't know them these are friends they're yeah. just think of it as just that they're friends and that they are, they're there for this event, and you're there to entertain. And or if it's not a fun event, if it's a more serious thing, just think of that. They're your friends. Perfect. 
perfect. Or or if all else fails, I'll just imagine a bunch of naked casas people in, the in their underwear. That's yeah. a good one. <laughs> naked casas are terrifying though. And then don't leave your mic on when you go to the bathroom. No one wants to hear you taking a whiz or farting or anything like that. Uh, J Pops, how's work going, dude? The nasal strip stopped working for me. I might need to come in. Come in, man. I've got uh, I've got the right doctor for you. You fixed um, my snoring. Good. Kendall's gonna kill me. Hey, it's it's gonna come time and just hit me up. Shoot me shoot me a DM. Pabs, always love catching up, brother. Can't thank you enough for being part of the uh, the the family and continuing to be part of the family. Nomination. Oh yeah, J Pabs. Who you want to nominate? Who do you want to talk to next? You know, I've never heard his voice, but PA Patrick. He doesn't exist. Patrick Allen. He's not a real person. He's not. We're not sure. We have no idea because we've also (laughs) never heard his voice. But he tweets at us every single day. He has the cutest freaking dog ever. He's got this kick-ass garden. Yeah, we'll try. Maybe it's the time thing in the morning. He's never been able to come on, but I I would love to talk to him too. Good call, J-Pops. Pabs, great to... Thank great. you guys for having me. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to go follow you on Twitter. I'm going to go follow okay. you now. Yo, can so, you put out that picture of Costa with the pizza box again? Oh, please. I'll do that. Thank oh, you're, you. You're the man. All right, J-Pobs. Love you, dude. And Pabs, right, if you're you guys. Pabs, if you're in the uh, the neighborhood and you need some sign, uh, sunglasses, blenderseyewear.com, use our code word BAMSLAM, and you're going to get 16% off of your purchase. Awesome. All right, brother. Thank you, Costa. All right, brother. Love you. Thank you so much for being part of the Bam Slam fam. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's so damn creative. And and, and again, I, I tell when when somebody asks, you know, I, I want to get into radio. I want to do this. I want to do that. And immediately I tell them, okay, you have to have a rhinoceros hide because people, there's going to be people, people that just don't like you mm-hmm. for one reason or another. Sound of your voice, your takes, whatever. They don't like you. Get used to that uh, and get used to people making fun of you, making fun of you to hurt you or making fun of you because they really like you and they know you can take a joke. And that's Jay Pabs. And he has come up with some hilarious material on Twitter for us. What was it? Was it the Washington Monument sticking out of your pants? It was yeah, something. It was, it was a bunch of stuff. This was during the whole cost of banging my mom. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Still not quite over that one. But I just turned it into a funny, you know? It's so good. All right, so we now, so our white whale is now Patrick Allen. We have to finally find out if, in fact, this is an actual person. I think if we can get Twitter in enough of a frenzy about it, like we'll let our core listeners know, hey, Patrick Allen was nominated to come on next, but he's not coming on, then we can get him. Okay. And it's all going to be timing because I don't. he lives in Florida, which is weird. But he has sent us hundreds of dollars worth of presents and oh, stuff yeah. over the years. Oh, Seriously? yeah. Seriously? Yeah. He'll send them here to the front desk. He sent Judson and uh, the baby, like, probably 150 bucks worth of presents. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's, he's, he bought he's me, a- like, an electric grill for inside my house because one time I complained that I didn't have a barbecue. Yep. I don't. This guy is, one, is our best listener ever. None of us have heard him talk. That is crazy. We have to have him on then. Yeah. The he, only, we've only conversed with him via social media. Right. Yeah. He and Carolyn are probably going to get married. Most likely. We're all going to be sure. there. Yeah. Are they going to get married? Canada for yeah. that? Yes. I, might, I might officiate their wedding. I'm <laughs> not the sure. the prime minister but... coming? Yeah. We'll, we'll make, that, we'll make I, that happen. Apparently, Carolyn doesn't like him as much as you do. I know. She sent me a picture of a book. 
of him on the cover. She's like, here, I found this for you. I also like, think Thanks. he has some uh, racial things in his past that does. we don't like bringing up. I think oh, Trudeau? A, a certain costume of his incorporated blackface. blackface. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. have to take him off the list. I think I you might have to leave Manny on the list. Manny's. And now we Manny's know A-Rod is not on the list. Who who was your Troy. padre? Tatis. Oh yeah, Tatis. Is that a little too young for you said, though? Yes. Been a little nervous. I. You're I never too young. Well, well, excuse well, me. I'm just legal. Saying her legal age. is as said, young as you want to get. I said Troy Aikman's oh, on the list. Drunk Troy. Yeah. Yeah, but he's he's got a good body. Like current Troy Aikman or like ten years ago Troy Aikman. All, of All it. Troy Aikman. <laughs> 24/7 Troy Aikman. <laughs> I think is what. Uh, but we did tease last week that we wanted to get your actor. My actor, I know. I've been thinking about it. Um, well, that's almost... I have to think about it more because I, I like, I like, I think mm, I can't even say it because I really don't. I, I <laughs> he's, if he, I thought I, I thought I knew who it was, and then I realized how short he is, and I was like, eh, that can't be it. So okay. let me think about it some more, and I'll come up with it on Tuesday. All right, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm well, there's so just happy, uh, th- I mean, this the, is a highlight for you, Ben. The landscape of choosing. There are so many, many great-looking actors out mm-hmm. there. Well, and you think about it, with you and me, like we have two different generations of ladies that we're in love with. Exactly. For, it's me, it's Mila Kunis, who right. is you, the girl from Christmas Vacation, right? By the pool. Oh, I, I forget what her name... That No, that wasn't no. Mila Kunis. But the girl... No, for you, I'm saying the girl from Christmas Vacation, the movie, by the pool, who yeah. is in the red swimsuit. You know yes. what I'm talking about? Yes, and she was a lingerie. Yeah. Uh, the lingerie salesman at the counter with Chevy Chase. Right. My all-time, my all-time, and it's it's so sad that she's no longer with us, was Kelly Preston. Oh, Absolutely yeah, in love with her from day one. And we obviously lost she's her very way girl next too story. soon. Yeah, yeah, she is. Was mm-hmm. Kelly Preston the Fast Times at Ridgemont High girl? No, that was uh, Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates. That's who I was thinking of this whole time. Oh, okay. Yeah, Phoebe Cates. Oh, when she takes her top off at the pool as Brad's in the uh, the bathroom. Uh, I watched that making movie friendly. for the first time. With his wiener. <laughs> I watched that movie for the first time <laughs> oh like God. four or five weeks ago. Awesome. And ever since I moved to San Diego, that's all anyone's told me to watch. Cult classic. It's incredible. Cult and classic. And it holds up. It's yeah. funny, man. Helped launch Sean Penn, believe it or not. Yeah, because he's Spicoli, dude. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Gnarly. No shoes. No shirt. <laughs> no service. <laughs> Learn it. No, read it. Learn it. Live it. <laughs> All right, before we get out of here, we have our songs for the podcast. I have mine. Allie, do you have yours? Yes. No. Nope. Ben Fletcher, you don't. Always, always I last. Have- okay, I have mine. Um, I'm just waiting on a friend by the Rolling Stones. Oh, that's my favorite Rolling Stones song. I love, love it. it. I, I absolutely love it. And it, for some reason, I, I don't know why, it reminds me when I hear that song of a fall day in New York City. I love don't know song. why, but it, it just does. Maybe one of the times I was in New York City, it came on and it just clicked with me. But Rolling Stones, just waiting on a friend. Good choice. I'm choosing because California high school football is back. Kenny Chesney, The Boys of Fall. Love. Great song. It's great, great song. song. But it's really The Boys of Spring for, Boy, yeah, <laughs> for right now. Whatever. But that's my choice. It applies. Ben Fletcher. Okay, this band Air, A-E-R, found them recently. Air? Yeah. They're, well, they're kind of douchey. I'm not going to lie. Oh, my God, I love Air. <laughs> but I have all their album. I have a song called <laughs> Feel I Bring. 
F-E-E-L-I, bring. Okay. And it just took me right back to college when I heard it. Arr. So, they're, they're, yeah, air. And many, I think they might mess with us on social media. So many, I feel like that's a good one to have. Oh, how many people are in air? I think it's just two guys. One guitarist, one singer. Air. Air. <laughs> and they kind of they kind of like rap and sing and play guitar good. Right. So it's cool. It took me right back to college. Sitting on a roof drinking beer. Arr. That's all I want to do ever. All right, Bam Slam fam, that is it for episode number seven. Uh, thank you all for being along for the ride. Remember, BlendersEyewear.com. Use our code word, Bam Slam. You're going to get 16% off. And then send us a picture with you in your blenders. Absolutely. Uh, the Mike Costa, uh, at The Mike Costa on Twitter, at AllieRat7, at Fletch Sports. And there's the picture. Jay Pops, he already came through. Oh, my gosh, that's awesome. At Fletch Sports, if you want to see. Because he was at my... Uh, parents house before yes. i was born with that's the pizza that's how it happened that's how you came about oh with uh, something sticking through the pizza oh, we thank you all for being along for the ride and last but not least we thank our brave men and women of the united states armed forces for what you do what you have done for us bands fm we'll see you soon see you soon oh, we'll see you soon okay because Lori says i love you i say we'll see you soon all right see now we got to try it again uh, we're doing so good okay ready for what you do and what you've done for us bands fm we'll see you soon we love you. Yes! <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.